Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Hey, what's up? Uh, we are right in the beginning of week two. Uh, this is the Genius Cast. It's Friday. Getting ready for the weekend. What's weekend. up? Sitting here with Jamo Black. Boring game last night. Got some good games upcoming this weekend. Hopefully you guys can get those W's. Love hearing that we helped a lot of you guys out there get your wins last week. Yes, we had some bad calls, but that's going to happen. Don't panic. It's week one. All these crazy overreactions of dropping Julio Jones, dropping Devontae Adams, drop Joe Mixon. Crazy talk. Come on, guys. You, you have to stay the course. Overreactions. Don't fall for the trap. Yeah, hey, so today's Genius Cast, we got a few things. Uh, super excited for this weekend. Number one, we got week one packages and mastermind packages. Um, a little bit about that. Hey, we, we are answering questions. Uh, I mean, it seems like every minute somebody's asking a question on social media. Uh, we would love to answer everyone's questions. However, we can't do that. And in order to service everybody, uh, we created the mastermind. And what that is is just uh, you pretty much have access to the genius and uh, his, his uh, through text messages. So if you want to... Uh, have all your questions answered, guaranteed. Sign up for the mastermind. Uh, we have three options. It's either weekly, um, no commitment. Um, you can do it monthly. Again, no commitment. You can cancel any time, or you can buy it for the season. Obviously, the season is the best uh, value in terms of price, uh, but the weekly is also good because you're just paying every week and you're not having to uh, you're not having to sign up for anything long term. But yeah, you want, you want questions answered? Go ahead and shoot that. You get a you get a, a test me- a number, a text, and and everything's answered. So you one, need that. yeah, one, one thing about the mastermind is so if it's a this player or that player, obviously my rankings on the site free every week are gonna be up, usually updated by uh, Wednesday, and they're updated throughout the week. So if it's a, if it's a this player or that player same position, definitely check the website um, that that'll answer your questions. I'll answer those for the most part. Um, if it's like this player or that player. But if you're looking for a trading question, you're looking for a lineup question, you're looking for like a detailed question, I'm not just going to reply back to you and just say, hey, yeah, I, I like to trade. Hey, I like the lineup you put out there. I want to put in thought process. I want to put in idea of ideas of how can you make the trade better? Um, is the trade good for you? And I can't do that for the uh, just regular questions. So for that kind of stuff there, I have to st- like, we have to limit that to the mastermind. So that's what, that's what mastermind's uh, made for. Trading questions, um, you, you have lineup questions. Detailed questions like that, that's where that mastermind's gonna truly help you out. And we have a bunch of people on that now, been talking back and forth, and they they seem to love it. I think you'll love it too. Definitely check it out and uh, go from there. Yeah, so that's the mastermind. Go ahead and check out the, the site for that. Uh, and then today's podcast, uh, we're just gonna be going through game by game breakdowns uh, with fantasy plays and predictions, just kind of covering the weekend. Yep. You ready to get, get into it? Let's do it. So, uh, number one here, let's go through uh, the, your two premium articles and um, Mastermind. Do you need to talk about anything on that? Yeah, so, so every week, last week, we gave, we gave the game-by-game breakdown free out last week on the website. And so what I do is I break down the game, what's going to happen in the game, who I like in the players for that game, for like DFS, season long, little mixture of everything for the fantasy outlets. And if you're in the, uh, like the uh, pick'em world, I kind of give you my idea who I think is going to win the game. That's going to be a, starting now, is going to be a premium article. It's going to be part of the DFS and season-long packages. So there's plenty of stuff for both season-long and DFS. Um, I think it's going to be something that can help, help take your DFS game to the next level. Also can help you uh, kind of stay, advanced, stay ahead of this, the, the, the herd in your, in your season-long. We have waiver wire options. We have uh, start sits, 
bunch of stuff in both those articles. DFS, we have cash game plays, GPP plays, top stacks, plenty of stuff that can kind of help you um, take down those big tournaments. Ho hopefully, can take down those big tournaments. Remember, with a lot of these uh, big tournaments, they're very top-heavy prize pools. So you have to kind of be contrarian. So it can kind of give you ideas of what, where I'm looking at for those big GPPs. And if you're a cash game player, I'll give you some of my options for every position on who I like in cash games. Plenty of stuff out there for both season long and DFS. Definitely check it out. Weekly, they're weekly, like Chris said, weekly and full season packages available for both DFS and season long. Or if you're if you do both, we have that combo package as well. And hey, if you're if while you're at it, you can throw in the mastermind chat um, uh, package as well. Plenty of different ways to make your games better throughout the season. Yeah, good. Check out those articles. It's a great way to uh, resource yourself and uh, crush some leagues. Dominate. Dominate. Uh, hey, so let's go on to uh, last night's game, uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina. The snooze fest. Man, that was... I actually did fall asleep. Yeah, we, we were talking uh, when you came over this morning, just kind of talking uh, talking things out and how the Panthers, if you can stop that run game, that offense there is not going to be doing well. I was very high on Cam Newton coming into the season, starting to wonder if uh, that shoulder injury is not as um, good as people thought it was coming into the season. Everybody said it was healthy. Is there still issues with that uh, shoulder injury? Is the injury that he suffered early in preseason kind of affect him as well? He just was not good uh, getting the ball out. Yes, he, had, he threw for a lot of yards, but he wasn't accurate. I mean, the players, there's a few passes that he should have hit in stride. One, I think Samuel would have taken to the house for a deep touchdown. But if you can stop uh, Christian McCaffrey, and this is with the Buccaneers' horrible pass and run defense in Tampa Bay, so teams are going to take notice. And if you can stop Christian McCaffrey, it seems like you can stop the Panthers. Moving forward, you got to kind of worry about Cam Newton. And if you worry about Cam Newton, you also have to worry a little bit about DJ Moore. You also have to worry about Curtis Samuel, Greg Olson. Olson and Moore looked good last night, but moving forward, if Cam Newton is not healthy and can't go, or if he continues to miss players, you got to worry about those players there. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is a stud. I think he's going to bounce back. But if teams start to load the box and kind of try to take him out of the game, it's going to affect him as well. As for Tampa Bay, yes, I'm getting a lot of slack for my Jameis Winston takes. I don't think he's a very good NFL quarterback. But for fantasy, we can care less about how he looks on the field. As long as he gets the numbers, as long as he gets the stats. Fantasy football is different than, uh, than if you're a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think he's a good quarterback on the field, but I think he's still a serviceable quarterback in season-long season leagues. I'm not high as much as I used to be. He's going to have those duds. He's going to have those horrible games. But I still think there are some ceiling games still out of Jameis Winston. Call me crazy, but I'm going to keep him on my roster. But I'm definitely not going to be starting as much as I maybe thought it was at the start of the year. Yeah. Rough. Other than rough, that, I mean, the, the game itself, I mean, I kind of figured they they try to take Evans out of the game more. I talked about that in my video on Instagram. I was looking to fade Evans, fade uh, Cam Newton. Both those fades kind of worked out. I was really high on O.J. Howard, Bomb City. Um, I was high on D.J. Moore, had a pretty decent game. Wasn't, uh, didn't have too many shares of uh, Greg Olson, had a really nice game. But I told everybody my top play in the game was Chris Godwin. Godwin went off last night. Great game from Godwin. I think we're going to see that from this passing game in, in Tampa Bay. Maybe we don't have all three like some people thought all three of those players would be good on a weekly basis. Which makes you think that why wasn't Winston drafted in many leagues? Because he's just not a good quarterback. Fantasy or not, the guy is just not very good on the field. But I'm still going to ride him. I'm still going to say that I'm going to have him on my roster and play him in the matchup roles. Um, I'm not going to let anybody else pick him up and beat me with him um, by playing the matchup game with Kitten James Winston. If you have the swat, keep him on your roster. Yeah, keep him, keep him. Um, so let's get through the games this weekend. Um, 
You want to start off with San Fran and Cincy? San Fran, Cincy, uh, a game I think that's going to be a sneaky shootout. Um, 49ers lost Tevin Coleman. Matt Breda, I think, is a player that's going to be a, a, obviously going to be a, a big pickup in many leagues if he wasn't taking your league. He was a, he was a high wa- uh, waiver priority for me this week if you needed Breda, if you needed running back help. He, um, he's going to step in, and we know what he can do when he does step in. It's, for me, it's the same kind of the same group there. I want to see what happens with Joe Mixon, see what the injury is with Joe Mixon. If Joe Mixon can't go, Giovanni Bernard becomes a great play in both DFS and season long. Um, he almost becomes a must in uh, DFS cash games if uh, if Joe Mixon can't go just because of the, the because of the salary that you're paying for him. I think Garoppolo and Dalton are both GPP options. George Kittle play him anywhere. Uh, for me, I think it's a a lot more about the passing games on both teams. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Uh, Joe Ross, that kind of stuff there for the, um, uh, a- I'm sorry, A.J. Boyd and uh, Ross for the uh, Bengals. 49ers, you know, only one, only player I'm really looking at in the passing game is George Kittle. Yes, you can take a shot on Marquise Goodwin and GPPs if you want to. I have the Bengals beating the 49ers in a kind of a, a, a somewhat of a shootout this week in uh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, hey, would you say San Francisco's, uh, after last week's uh, defensive performance, is that a I think it's the Luke. it's the Jameis Winston effect. You have Jameis Winston, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a good game. As we saw last night, Carolina kind of really really able to sack him. Didn't cause him in turnovers, but I think 49ers are decent defense. Are they good? I don't think they're good. Decent, yes. Um, I think it's more of a Jameis Winston effect for the 49ers. Since the John Ross, what do you think? I, I, I still don't think he's a – he's not your top priority pickup this week. I, I can see why people picked him up, but you still have Boyd there. You're gonna have A.J. Green coming back in a few weeks. Um, you still have the ground game um, with Joe Mixon when he when he's back and healthy. Seems like the injury's not as bad. Do I like him as a couple week pickup? Yes, but do I like him long term? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Chargers at Detroit. Chargers looked like they were uh, they they kind of got a little used by the, the Indianapolis Colts. Maybe a lot of people came coming into the league didn't think the Colts were going to be a very good team. Brissett's not as bad as I thought he was. Defense is pretty good. They made some right moves for the just in case they can't have Andrew Luck. So the Colts look pretty good, which made the Chargers look a little, a little worse at spots here and there. For this kind of game here, I think we're looking at the, your basic players again. We're looking at the Phillip Rivers. We're looking at the Austin Eckler. Fantastic game from Eckler. This is why Melvin Gordon's sitting out. It's not going to be a big deal for the Chargers. Eckler's a solid play. Justin Jackson's not a bad play either. Um, for me, it's the, the normal players. Eckler's the carry on Johnson, I think, is going to have a better game this week. Keenan Allen's. The Kenny Galladay's, the TJ Hawkinson, who had a fantastic debut last week. Both defenses, I think you can play both defenses for sacks, for turnovers. Um, Got to wonder about the injury to Hunter Henry. Um, sounds like he might miss most of the year, at least four to six weeks, if not longer, with the injury that he suffered. And also they're very worried about the uh, knee injury from Mike Williams. That's going to open up a lot of things for Keenan Allen, but it's also going to make uh, defenses kind of key on him a lot more if you take two key pieces out of the offense. I'm not as high on Keenan Allen moving forward just because I think defenses are going to kind of uh, key in a lot more. Yes, he's going to be the, the, the only option there in the passing game if both those players are out, but you got to also think defenses know that as well, so they're going to kind of double them up. They're going to uh, put some nice packages out there. Depending on the matchup, I think this week is a, is a, a bad matchup for Keenan Allen. I like Sly there in, on that defense for the Detroit Lions. I think they can kind of keep him under control. I like the ground game a little more for both sides than the passing game this week. I have the Detroit Lions beating the Chargers at home, 27-23. Really? Yes, sir. What do you think about the tight end for Detroit, Hawkinson? Hawkinson, I think he's a fantastic. I mean, usually takes tight ends a couple years to kind of get in their uh, play at, into their NFL body, NFL ability. 
Hawkinson looked fantastic. Um, I think you're gonna you're gonna have more out of Galladay moving forward. Marvin Jones is still there, but I think Hawkinson. If you need a tight end, and he was out in your in, in your in your uh, leagues, unfortunately for me, he was drafted in every league I'm in because I'm in a competitive league, so people know who, who the players are. Hawkinson is a must in uh, uh, season long if he's available in your waivers. Likely was one of the top options for waiver. I do think Hawkinson is in for a nice year for the Detroit there. Yeah, good, good. Moving on, uh, Minnesota at Green Bay, big game. Big game, big division game. Um, we've seen in the past, uh, Kirk Cousins has had <laughs> decent games. Bless you has had some decent games um, for the Minnesota Vikings against the Packers. Packers a little better defense this year. I think the Packers are an underrated defense. We saw what they did against your Bears on Thursday night last week. Um, they, again, the Bears offense isn't anything to write home about. The Vikings have a much better def- offense. They have Cousins. They have Cook. They have Thielen, Diggs. Um, the, but these games against the Packers in years past, we've seen Thielen, Diggs, and even um, – Kyle Rudolph all go off against the Packers. But, again, this is a much improved Packers defense. The Minnesota's going to be wanting to run the ball more often with Dalvin Cook. We saw that last week with Dalvin Cook. If he is healthy, he is going to be a contender for the top running back in the league this year. My only fear, as I've said it before, is his health. Yes, if he's healthy, he's one of the best backs, but I can't trust his health. It's the week one, fantastic week one. I want to see it over and over again. This week, I think he's a fantastic play. Um, no matter how good the defense is, Cook, healthy, is a, is, a, is a dynamic player. I think Aaron Jones is a little um, – I'm not proven on him this week. I still like him long-term, but I think this week he's a, he's a player that you kind of want to consider more of a flex play. I think Devontae Adams is, has a chance for a big game. Last four matchups against the uh, Xavier Rhodes for that, uh, for that uh, defense – uh, Adams has made the end zone all four times. I think Adams bounces back. If you are worrying about Adams, do not worry anymore. I kind of hope he has a bad game this week. That way he can buy super low, find that owner, and go after the push the panic button for him saying, oh, Adams is a horrible play. Back-to-back bad games to start the year. You want to get rid of him. Turn around the next day and say, hey, so what do you want for Adams? Offer him a low ball trade, see if he goes for it. There's players in your league that do that. Obviously, you don't want to rip him off because it makes it makes your league look bad. But if you can undersell a player on a player of his caliber, definitely think that's possible. I don't think he has a bad game. Um, I think he gets in the end zone again. I think he shows that Adams is one of the top receivers in football this year. Marquez Valdez Scantling, I like him over Allison, but I think people that are worrying about Allison and kind of dumping him right now are. It's, we're going to see on a weekly basis, it's going to be MVS and Allison. They're going to swap back and forth. You're not going to see both of them go off in any given week. I think one or the other each week. So if you dropped Allison, I think it was a mistake. I definitely think you want to keep Allison on your roster. He does have those games where he's going to blow up in a game. Um, for, this week for me, it's Adams, MVS, Allison. But as I mentioned, Allison and MVS can swap any, any given week. I think Jimmy Graham is a player that I think a lot of people are going to look at that need to kind of Pump the brakes a little bit. I think that was about his ceiling last week, and we're not going to see very many of those this week, this year. I think Graham is a decent play if you need a tight end play, but I do like other options over Graham this week. I have the Packers in a close game over the Vikings for a division matchup. Packers over Vikings. I agree. That game must hurt for being a Bears fan, huh? Yeah, I want to talk about it. So, yeah. That was terrible. <clears throat> Bears. Yeah. Anyway, that was... Moment of silence. For Moment of silence for the Bears offense. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, okay, but next. Indy at Tennessee. Tennessee looked good last week. Tennessee looked fantastic last Indy week. Indy looked good. Indy I mean, looked good. Yeah, they with both the good loss. Teams. Yep, with the um, loss. The, the, the Colts were a team that, uh, I, coming into the year, without Andrew Luck, I thought they were going to be one of the, not, not worst teams, but they were not going to be a very good team. 
they showed me a lot last week. Marlon Mack, T.Y. Hilton, they showed me that they can get the job done, even with Luck not in the lineup there. Um, Brissett's going to be fine for the, both those players. Derrick Henry, I was not high on him last week. He, I thought last year might have been a fluke for the guy. He just has never panned out to the player that people thought he was. He's always never lived up to those expectations. If he can do it again this week against Colts defense, um, kudos for him. I am not, not, not high on him again. Obviously, you have to start if you have in your league just because of the play he had last week. Um, if I'm picking between the two running backs, I like Mack over Henry. Um, like T.Y. Hilton, and I like both defenses. That's about only players I like in this game. I think this game is going to be somewhat of a ugly defensive struggle for both teams. Um, I like Mack in season long, obviously Henry in season long, T.Y. Hilton, both defenses, and I like Corey Davis a little bit for GVPs if you're looking for a flyer GVP option. As we saw last week, uh, Marcus Mariota uh, looked like an actual quarterback last week, something yeah. we didn't see on, on a normal basis. I have the Titans winning an ugly game, 19-13. to 13. It might be the first team to 20. I have a couple of those games a little later. One's going to be very interesting for both of us. Uh, the first one is the Titans and Colts. First to 20 wins, give me the Titans. Titans. Agreed. Uh, hey, next game, um, there shouldn't be any questions here. New England at Miami. Uh, do we have talked about this game? We know the Dolphins. Uh, we've heard rumors about players asking for a trade. The Patriots are, I think they're a pretty good team. I think last time I checked, I think they're a pretty do- decent the, the, team. Yeah, decent they, quarterback. They, guys. they got a, a, a decent, even, I think their coach is pretty good as well. Yeah, they're pretty um, good. What surprised me was if you're in the uh, sportsbook world, um, the spread of 19. That's a big number on the road for the Patriots. And we've seen in the years past if there's one team that does have the Patriots number, it's crazy, but the Dolphins do have the Patriots number. So for the game, I had the Dolphins. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to take the Dolphins to win the game. Um, I like the Patriots to win, but I do like the Dolphins. If you're, if you're in that kind of stuff, and we don't condone it yet. Um, I do like the Dolphins to cover this spread um, of 19. I, I do like them to, to cover that. And that. That's a big number. But I do have the Patriots winning the game big. And I like all parties available for the, for the Patriots. Tom Brady, Sonny Michelle, James White, Antonio Brown if he's active. Josh Gordon, more if, it, if Brown is inactive for Brown for me. Julian Edelman, Patriots D, you name a player, you can start them. Um, the Brown thing is interesting this week. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail of the whole situation because it's just an accusation right now. We don't really know what's going on until more stuff happens with that. But it sounds like the league's not going to do anything with them. The, uh, the, the Patriots aren't going to do anything with them. So it sounds like he's going to be active. If he's active, you have to start him. I'm kind of hesitant just because the Patriots have the no-nonsense. You mess up. They don't care. They're going to get rid of you. So if there's an, a lot of stuff going on with Brown, how much is he going to play? It affects Josh Gordon. It affects Edelman to a point. People are asking me about uh, do I buy low on Brown. I, kind of, I don't know if I'm going to do that right now. Before all this stuff happened, I was saying maybe you, you buy low and find someone that's kind of a little iffy on Brown. But right now, I don't like the idea of uh, buying low on Brown just because we don't know for sure. We've seen what happened this year. I mean, he's already been in the, the news multiple times. But if you have him on your roster and, and he's going to play, you obviously do have to start him this week. Uh, like I said, I have the Patriots winning, um, almost doubling up the, pay, the Dolphins. Dolphins are looking to be the worst team in football and taking one of those quarterbacks coming out in the next couple of years. Yeah, there's drama in Miami. I wouldn't touch anybody. <laughs> um, and New England is obviously uh, kind of good. So let's go. Hey, here's an interesting matchup. Uh, Battle of New York, Buffalo, and the Giants. Yeah, I like, the, I like what I saw the Bills. I mean, it's one of those things where I, I, I put a thing out there. If you play DFS, one of the contrarian matchups that I liked was Josh Allen to John Brown last week. 
Allen started out horrible. Two interceptions, two fumbles, lost. Started off as bad as you can pretty much start last week. Um, I, but I'm going back to the well with Josh Allen. I think Allen's a, a player that I think if the matchup's right, you're going to want to play him. He's a great player for DFS. He can get it done with his legs and his arm. I do like the Josh Allen to John Brown uh, idea again. I like David, Devin Singletary. The guy is a beast on the field. He breaks tackles. He has one of the, the, the I, th- I think he had four 10-plus yard carries last week of the, I think he only had four carries like that as well. So all four of his carries went for 10-plus yards. Obviously, Barkley, we don't have to talk about Barkley. Barkley's Barkley, one of the best running back football. Evan Ingram looks like a stud in this offense. They're going to rely on him all year. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be one of the best tight ends in football. I like Sterling Shepard to a point for, like, maybe DFS. Uh, I don't like him in season long unless you're in a deep, deep league right now. We just have to see more out of Shepard. I'm just not sold on Eli Manning as a quarterback. Eventually, I think we're going to see Daniel Jones take over that, that, that team there. Eli Manning's at the end of his career. I think he's. I think we're seeing it. He has these decent games, but he also has these bad games. Um, so I'm not going to touch Eli Manning. And I like both defenses. I think both defenses can get you something um, for get you a sack, get you a turnover, and you can still give up a lot of points and still get points from your defense by the sacks, the turnovers. And we know Allen and Eli Manning can turn the ball over and can get sacked. So I think we're going to get we're going to get both parties there. But they're also going to put up numbers as well, especially Allen. I like Allen and Brown for a combo. Um, and I talked about everything else. I like the Giants barely squeaking out a victory over the Buffalo Bills. Giants over Bills? Giants over Bills. Uh, I don't know about that. I think the Bills are going to win that game. Giants look terrible. Giants do look terrible. Manny needs to go. Bye-bye. I, I, I agree with needs to go. <clears throat> I love you, Manny. He's a Manning. Yes. He's, he's, he's not the better Manning like a lot of people think he's a better Manning because he has t- those uh, two wins against Patriots. Uh, Peyton is still the best Manning. Um, some of you people that out there that think Eli's the best Manning are... You know, that's, that's might, might be I don't uh, know. Yeah. a little crazy out there. Crazy. Okay, moving on. Next game, uh, Seattle at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Good game. good game. Yeah, it should be a good game. But Pittsburgh did not look like a football team on Sunday night against the Patriots. But I think a lot of teams are going to be realizing that the Patriots are a machine. Yeah. Um, I think Seattle, uh, Patriots, uh, Seattle and Steelers are going to be a decent uh, shootout as well. I like both passing games for this game. I like I like Lockett to bounce back. Everybody was freaking out about the two targets for Tyler Lockett. Remember, one of those targets went for a touchdown, so he got there and season long for you. Um, if you got if you if you went uh, with him in DFS, he likely didn't hit for you. Only a couple targets is not good news, but I think he gets back on track, and I think we see Lockett take over those targets as well. Um, I want to hear what's going to happen with Juju Smith-Schuster with his injury. If he's healthy, he's obviously one of the better plays this week. Um, and uh, season long, and I like him a lot in DFS as well. I think Vance McDonald's going to bounce back from his dud of a first game um, for 2019. Chris Carson looked fantastic to start the year. I'm a little hesitant on, on Carson this this week at, on the ground, but I do like him um, through the air. It looks like he's having a little involvement there in the passing game. James Conner looked like he had a no-show on Sunday night against the Patriots, but the entire uh, Steelers offense looked like a no-show. I think Conner gets back on track this week as well. And I love Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger this week. I think both quarterbacks are um, in line for decent games. If I have to pick between the two, I like Wilson a little more just because I think the Steelers are going to jump out to an early lead and the St- and, uh, Seattle's going to have to come back and kind of play catch-up. I like Pittsburgh winning by a touchdown on Sunday over the Seattle Seahawks in a shootout. Pittsburgh, really? Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to take Seattle in that game. What do you think about, uh, just quickly, Metcalf 
I like Metcalf. I just, this, I, he's probably the number two. Yeah, the 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 linebacker playing uh, wide receiver dude is a beast. He's a beast, monster player. Four receptions, eighty nine yards, yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, re- re- really good player. I mean, I, coming out coming out, I, I thought he was gonna be the number two there. Looked like the number one there in Seattle, but I think Lockett's gonna take over that number one role. Before we say it, it's, it's gonna be Lockett as number one. Metcalf is a nice play. I think he is a player that you can trust most weeks and season long. And I think it's going to be uh, put up those ceiling games in DFS and play DFS as well. I do like him this week. Uh, much more of a DFS player for me than a, a season-long player just because of I think the safety isn't there um, for him. I think he's one of those where, where some weeks he can go off, some weeks he's not going to go off. And last week he obviously went off, and I think this week he's going to be locked in. Okay, and then uh, on uh, Pitt's side, what do you think about uh, Washington? I like Washington. I, I, I think Washington's a player that I think we need to keep an eye on. Um, they still have the uh, Dante Moncrief there. Moncrief was the, 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 was looked at a lot more in the game. Looks like Washington's more of a number three, number four wide receiver. But I think when it's all said and done, I like Washington as the, as the number two there. I think he has a, a big playability. He's going to get. Uh, I, I think there's a couple plays he can get behind the defense, um, and he might turn one of those into a touchdown. I do like Washington as like a deep, deep flyer this week. If you need like a double flex, if you need a um, maybe in a 14 or 16 team league, you can look at a locket for a deep league like that. And I don't mind him as a DFS option as well. Maybe you throw on Fando where, where Fando's much more of a touchdown and uh, yardage than it is receptions. I think there's a couple of big play abilities in Washington possibly this week against Seattle's defense. Okay, and then uh, let's go, go next. Dallas at Washington. The Cowboys looked to be a championship caliber roster last week. Wow. And that was without Elliott doing anything pretty much. Dak Prescott was on fire. Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup. Go CSU. Yeah, um, go CSU. Gallup, a solid player last week. Um, in the coming of the year, everybody knew I was high on Gallup. I, I talked about him plenty in the preseason. Came out, out of the gates on fire this week. Um, obviously, we're not going to see that on a weekly basis. We're going to see duds out of Michael Gallup as well. But I think he's showing that he is going to be a player to be worth your roster lineups and even your starting lineups some weeks this year. Michael Gallup, fantastic player. I think he's in for a big year this year. Um, but I think this week we're going to see Elliott get back on track. I think we're going to see Elliott with one of those monster games. But remember, Dak Prescott has had some big games against his Washington Redskins defense. So don't, don't count out Prescott putting up another monster game like he had last week. But I think, like I said, I think this week's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. With the injury to Darius Geis, I think uh, obviously a popular pickup was a combination of Chris Thompson and Adrian Peterson. I think both players were the pickup. For me, it was Chris Thompson over Adrian Peterson. And this week, I think this uh, format and this uh, game script fits Thompson more playing from behind as I think the Cowboys are going to jump out early over Adrian Peterson. I do like Thompson in PPR leagues. Um, I like Terry McLaurin for, uh, for Washington a little bit in like deep leagues, maybe in uh, DFS options as well. Don't know if Jordan Reed's going to play, so obviously if it's Jordan Reed or Vernon Davis, I think they are decent options at tight end, but I think there's better options at tight end. And I do like the Dallas defense a little bit because um, we know the Redskins can turn the ball over and get sacks, uh, so Dallas can be a decent defense as well. Give me the Cowboys uh, over the Redskins, and uh, the score might be closer than what it actually is. Yeah, because they might get crushed. Yeah. <laughs> Right. We might see a couple garbage. Remember, garbage touchdowns count the same as regular touchdowns. Yeah. AZ at uh, Ravens. That's going to be an interesting game. Two teams that are uh, coming <laughs> in the year. We knew Arizona was going to um, run the ball. run uh, Not run the ball, but play, throw plenty of plays out there. We knew they were going to be a high-paced offense. But they kind of had a horrible preseason. They didn't look very good. They looked horrible in the first half last week. Tale of two teams coming into the game. 
We saw a first half team that looked horrible. Then we saw Kyler Murray and company um, kind of wear down the Detroit Lions in the second half. I think it's going to be a, a common theme. We're going to see teams kind of get wear, wore down in the, throughout the game against Arizona. And this is why I, I like the offense there in Arizona this year. I think it's going to be a team that we're going to see horrible team, games, horrible halves. But at the same time, we're going to see halves like we saw in the fourth quarter, especially out of Kyler Murray. He can be fantastic on the field, but he can also look lost as well. Um, so it's going to be a team that I, that, that I think if, if uh, their opponents aren't careful, they can wear down pretty easily with all the number of plays they're going to have. And in Baltimore Ravens, they put up a lot of plays last week as well. Um, one of the fastest-paced teams last week, Lamar Jackson, fantastic game. If you own Lamar Jackson, I think it might be time to maybe see if you can sell high on him. I don't know how many of those, those ceiling games we have in him. Might have one this week, uh, so maybe you hold on to him for a week, and then maybe you see another ceiling game, and you can sell super high on Lamar Jackson. But I definitely, if you have another option at quarterback, and you can get something fantastic out of Lamar Jackson, don't hate the idea of selling high on Lamar Jackson. Um, speaking of Lamar Jackson, I think in our Dynasty League, don't you have Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes? Hi, Mahomes. Two young, uh, two young quarterbacks, I think. For a long uh, time. For a long time. <laughs> nice pickups pick there for, uh, for you in that, in that league there. Um, oh, but back to the game. David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, Baltimore's defense, they're all playable in DFS and season long. I'd probably reserve Kirk for, to GPPs, and I'd probably reserve... Fitzgerald, the cash games, and not GPPs. And I like Kyler Murray to Kirk as a sleeper stack combination in GPPs. Yeah, and yeah. Stack them with David Johnson. You have a play. You have three players. I think they can go off very under owned because of the defense they're going against. I think the Ravens are losing a, a couple, at least a couple um, pieces of their defense, if not three. And I think they're all in the secondary. So look for the Arizona Cardinals maybe to have a decent game through the air against a banged up Ravens defense. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville, oh, Houston. I have the Baltimore Ravens beating out the Arizona close the Cardinals in actually a close game. I think the Ravens are going to jump out early and quick, but I think Arizona comes back late to make it closer than people think. Good, good. Uh, <coughs> moving on, Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, another game, I think Jacksonville losing their quarterback for the uh, for a big chunk of time. Uh, Nick Foles down with the injury, start week one. Looking at uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is. Um, looked pretty decent coming out against, but it was against the Chiefs defense. Texans looked all the part that we thought they were going to be on Monday night. Had lost a heartbreaker to New Orleans. The offense looks legit. Deshaun Watson has DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, uh, Kiki Cootie, who didn't play on Monday night. They have the uh, uh, Kenny Stills, Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, uh, stacked offense there in Houston. This is why I like Deshaun Watson as my number one quarterback this year uh, for the season. He has so many weapons, he can't even control, uh, figure out who's on the field. There's so many out there. Hopkins, one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in football. Fantastic Monday night game. Jacksonville does have a decent defense at time, but I, I think this offense is going to be hard to stop. I like the Houston Texans to have a big game against the Jaguars, and I think all you Fournette owners out there that think that Fournette is not going to have a good game, I think we have Four, I think we Four, I think we see Fournette have one of his biggest games he's had in a long time. I love Fournette this week against a overrated Texans defense with all the losses they've had. Yeah, definitely. give me the Texans over the Jaguars in a sneaky shootout. Sneaky shootout. Next. KC at Oakland. Big game. Big game. KC, Oakland. Um, what do you think? Oh. Uh, it's a, uh, a, a game that I think we're, um, we, we need to look at and talk about. It is Patrick Mahomes' video game type numbers. Um, 
the guy is fantastic. The guy is un- un- unreal the way he can make plays out there. Um, the ankle injury is a little worrisome because it's, it's going to affect his mobility. Um, you, you can't go against the Chiefs. You can't go against the video game that is the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning handily in Oakland. I think there's some options in Oakland that we want to start. I think Derek Carr is startable. I think Tyrell Williams is, is, is a fantastic play. I think Josh Jacobs you can start. Darren Waller, who I love Darren Waller. Obviously for the Chiefs, Mahomes, um, Sammy Watkins, who's the number one there, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman, it's a fantastic play. If, if, if you didn't pick him up, I think you're wrong. I think that he was a player that I think uh, we needed to look at in drafts, let alone being one of the uh, biggest uh, pickups in season long with the injury to Tyreek Hill. Damian Williams, I'm a little worried of, of Damian Williams just because of what they're, they're doing there with Sean McCoy. But uh, it's, it's, it's all the same people for the Chiefs. I like a lot of players in Oakland, but I do think the Chiefs win big in Oakland. Give me the Chiefs in a route. Chiefs in a route, yep. Well, I don't know. In a route. Do you think? In a route. This I don't Chiefs know. offense is fan. This Chiefs, o- this Chiefs offense is, dis- is disgusting. It is disgusting, but I don't know. Oakland looked good. Oakland looked good against the Broncos. Bears. Next, let's go to Bears. Bears, uh, Bears, and Broncos. Bears, Broncos, battle of the uh, the genius family. Uh, as a Bears fan, you were not happy about the offense. As a Broncos fan, I was not happy about the offense or defense. I think the Broncos defense can be better. Bears defense, we know what the Bears bring on defense. We know what they bring on that side of the ball. And as a Bronco fan, you have to be a little worrisome of a guy named Khalil Mack coming at the quarterback. Yeah. Hopefully Flacco has his head on a swivel because this offensive line is horrendous in Denver. But the Bears offense is not any better. This is my second game. First team to 20 is going to win this game. And I don't know if the Bears can get to 20 coming to altitude. Second game of the year. And we know Vic Fangio is going to have this team um, figured out on offense. He was able to practice him all last year. He knows what kind of player um, uh, Mitchell Trubisky is. He knows what that offense does. Trubisky does not look anything like an NFL quarterback against the Packers. Broncos defense is going to be much better than they were in Oakland. I like the Broncos to beat the Bears. That's hard to say because of the way they played against the Oakland Raiders. But I like the Broncos to win a very defensive struggled game. And I think they're going to do it by their defense scoring at least once on defense. And the Bears likely going to score again as well. But I like the Broncos to kick a few more field goals because of the um, turnovers that they're going to get from Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a tough game. I agree with you. I, I, I can't really say that the Bears are going to win. And if they start 0-2, this is bad. It's a bad. But, but bad. the thing about the Bears compared to the Broncos, though, is the Bears, that, that defense is legit. That defense, Broncos have a good defense, but the Bears have an elite defense. For me, it all comes down to the altitude here in Denver. It's hard to come here and play. Broncos are going to be kind of looking to lick their chops. And, and, and it's one of those things where I think if – Broncos can't lose at home, in my opinion. I think it's going to be one of those. It's, it's going to be a defensive struggle, and I just think Vic Fangio, knowing the offense, is going to be a little more. I, I think he's going to want to try to get uh, Von Miller and uh, Chubb going early, but Mac scares me to death because of what this line does in Denver. If they're not careful, Mac has hurt some big players and, and some quarterbacks in his, in his history. If the Broncos aren't careful, Flacco could get to go down, and we don't. We can't say that as a Bronco fan because if Flacco goes down, this team is nothing even more. Max scares me, but I do like the Broncos, um, as I said, to be the first team to 20. I, I like them to win a defensive struggle this weekend. Okay, Broncos. And the, uh, going back to players, uh, we didn't talk about players. So I don't think there's very many players I want to have in this game on offense for either side of the ball. Um, 
maybe you throw an Allen Robinson uh, in a GPP. Maybe you throw a Corlin Sutton or Emmanuel Sanders in a GPP. I don't want anything in DF uh, in season long. I don't want any cash games. Um, both defenses, I think, fantastic defenses to play. They're going to get turnovers. They're going to get sacks. They're going to get uh, dominating games. I don't like much in the uh, season long, but DFS, you can talk me into a couple of players for the uh, long shot GVP's possibility. Okay. Uh, next game, next on the slate here, New Orleans at LA Rams. Yes, the uh, NFC Championship game from last year, the game that the Saints should have been playing in the big game in February. I think that's going to be a lot of talk going into the game. Is going to be the refs and the. Uh, um, luckily for the Rams, it's not in New Orleans, or else those New Orleans fans would be going going off on the Rams players there. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. It's like the NFC Championship game was last year. Two really good offenses, two uh, decent defenses. I like the Rams to win the game. I think the Rams are uh, a little better on offense, um, especially being home. The, it's a coin flip uh, between the two offenses. I give a slight lean to uh, the Rams just because they're at home. And I think the uh, it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game as well. I think we're going to see Todd Gurley get back to Todd Gurley. Um, Todd Gurley is going to be a player that I think a lot of people are frustrated with. But remember, in the second half of the game, he got a lot of carries. He got a lot of looks in the second half. Um, yes, Malcolm Brown got the, the goal line looks in the early in the game, but I think they're going to want to get Gurley going early and often this week, and I think Gurley's going to have a pretty decent game. Obviously, you can play any of the wide receivers there in, in Los Angeles, uh, Cup, Cooks, or Robert Woods. Jared Goss, fantastic play as well. Uh, for the same side of things, the same thing for me as it always is. Breeze, Kamara, Michael Thomas. You can play Ginn in your D, uh, GPPs. You can take a look at um, uh, Latavius Murray a little bit, but I think it's a little worrisome that they uh, they kind of went away from him a little bit. Uh, he, had, he had a few blown coverages um, in, in uh, pass blocks, dropped a, dropped a few passes in the passing game as well. That's something you don't want to do in this offense. I like the Rams to win a big-time shootout against the Saints on Sunday afternoon. Big game. Be a fun game to watch. Next, Philly at Atlanta. Uh, that's that's another a fun game. I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's a Sunday night game. It's gonna be a, a, a solid game. I think the Falcons are gonna bounce back. I do. I do have the Falcons winning the game. I think it's gonna be a very close game. It can go either way. It can be a defensive struggle or it can be a shootout. I think I'm leaning a little more closer to the shootout. I like Wentz. I like Matt Ryan. I like Miles Sanders a bit in GPPs um, if he can get loose um, in the ground game. And maybe they, they ride the hot hand, he gets hot, at, hot early. I like Freeman. I like Julio, obviously. If you're thought about dropping Julio, you're going to see why you did not want to drop him. I think Julio is going to throw up a monster number against the Philadelphia Eagles, who in the secondary are not very good. Um, for passing in, in Philadelphia, I like Ertz, Deshaun Jackson. Alshon Jeffrey, there's a lot of options there as well. Calvin Ridley for the, for the Falcons. Hooper, there's plenty of options in this game. I like the Falcons to beat the Eagles in a fairly high-scoring matchup on Sunday night. Yeah, I think it'll be a good, good game. And next, uh, Cleveland, are they real against Yes, are the they Jets? real? Are they the uh, – everybody had them pegged to be the – representation for the AFC and uh, there's a lot of people that talk about them in the big game come February there's a lot of people talk about them being the AFC North winners I was one of them to talk about the AFC North I still think they can still win the division <clears throat> I think the panic is a little out out there for uh, the Browns I don't think they're as good as maybe we thought they were to start the year but before we get too far advanced here a couple things for this game mono for Mr. Sam Darnold that's the kissing that you see with the junior high kids and high school kids. What is what is going on there? 
um, out probably multiple games. It's kind of weird seeing an NFL player with mono and he can't play. And then you have the, the uh, um, Odell Beckham, $200,000 watch he wants to wear. That's a house for most people out there. The guy's wearing it on his wrist, wanting to, play, wanting to wear it in games. What do you think about the Odell Beckham wanting to wear a $200,000 watch during games? Because he does. And plus he says it's not that he's a, a representative for this watch company. He's not getting paid for this watch company. He's putting a lot of publicity out for this watch company. $200,000, you want to wear on the field, what say you? Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> That's a house payment. It's crazy. Take the, take the watch off, man. And then uh, going back to the Jets, uh, Le'Veon Bell is going to uh, look like he's, he's having some issues with an injury. I think he's going to be fine to go. But the, the whole thing for me is uh, the mono for um, Sam Darnold. Big downgrade at quarterback. I like the Browns to win the game on Monday night. And I think we're going to see a huge game from Odell Beckham going back to the Meadowlands. Remember, he was a giant for all those years. Now he's going back to his old stomach grounds because the Jets and Giants both play there. I think we see a monster game from Mr. Odell Beckham. That means we're going to see a monster game from Mr. Baker Mayfield as well. I like the Browns to win kind of handily against the Jets on Sunday, especially if we have a dinged up um, Le'Veon Bell and there's no Sam Darnold out back there as well. Give me the Browns in a pretty big game on Monday night. Yeah, good, good. Browns, I agree. Um, yeah, anything else today? I think, we, I, th- I think we covered it. I think we covered most of the games there. Only thing I, th- only thing I could say out there is hopefully you guys are going to get those W's. Um, if you got a loss last week, don't worry. It's a new week. Turn the page to get those W's this year, this week, and uh, let's continue getting this going and continue to become better DFS and season-long players. Yeah, so if, if you haven't already done so, uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, FansportsGenius, uh, and IG, FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore, and out there on Facebook, um, fantasy, football, uh, fantasy Sports Genius. Um, if you... Uh, if you if you are interested in the mastermind and you need questions answered, go ahead and check that out. That's probably your best best option to get your questions answered each week. And as usual, we're here to help you guys dominate and crush your leagues. Thank you for the listen, and let's go out there and dominate this week. And if you have any questions on mastermind, if you want any questions asked, send us a, a link on send us a note on a DM. If you have any questions of what the mastermind is all about, if you want, if you're on the fence. See if we can help you push you over the fence and get, kind of get on Mastermind. I definitely think it's worth your while to check out. But, again, thanks for the listen. Dominate those leagues, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great day. Yep.